15 minutes after 8 o'clock, it is time to bring in my interview guest for Wednesday, and that is always Brent Nelson. He is our Mora High School principal. Good morning, Brent. Good morning, Rock and Robin. A beautiful day today, eh? Oh, I absolutely love it. The snow is almost gone. We are getting there, that is for sure. Well, Brent, so much going on this time of year, too. I know I talked to our sports director. They're trying to get out into some of the fields here to be able to play some ball games. Do you Have you been out at all? What What do the softball and baseball fields look like right now? Do you know? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> yesterday, tennis pra- part of tennis practice was to shovel off the tennis court. <laughs> <laughs> Only so in Minnesota. they're definitely getting their strength workout in. <laughs> well, why not? Why go to the go and, and lift weights when you can go out and shovel snow, right? Exactly. We expect after today's 70 or whatever it's supposed to be, we think uh, the court should be good, the track should be good. Uh, you know, the fields are still wet, so we yeah. need to wait a little while on those. Yep, let them dry out a little bit, and depending on drainage and soil, Hopefully it'll happen sooner rather than later because I know they're just itching to get out and get some games going for sure. What else do you uh, have going in this past week for us, Brent? Uh, Well, today one exciting thing we have for uh, a decent number of juniors and seniors is called Construct Tomorrow. And these are there's probably 10 of these that happen around the state of Minnesota. And it's uh, the labor unions put these on for kids to learn about the different trades and opportunities for apprenticeships. Uh, So our students will get on a bus at nine o'clock and they're gonna go to Hinkley and they're gonna be able to walk around and learn about bricklayers and roofers and cement masonry and you know, all these different trades that um, are great careers that, you know, I think a lot of people think we just push students toward uh, college and, and that's not true. We know that there are a ton of jobs that do not require a four-year degree. And this is one of the events that we do that highlights that. So juniors and seniors that have any interest, they're going to go to construct tomorrow um, with some of our, our shop teachers. And we're lucky to have that so close to home here in Hinkley. Oh, no doubt about it. And I mean, the trades are in need of uh, workers like so many other Uh, careers that's for sure but just to have the opportunity to maybe make some connections with some local folks as well and find out hey what is your interest number one and number two you know we work right in this area that kind of thing you know not that all kids want to stay close to home but that does add that little extra value certainly if they want to give something a shot so I love that idea so I I attended it uh, a year or two ago I can't remember but it was fun for me just to see uh, some of the jaws drop on some of our students when they found out the starting pay oh yeah and you know they don't they didn't expect that they might be making $15 an hour and when they find out what they can make by not going to college, um, their jaws drop. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of these jobs, certainly there's a lot of training that happens and you kind of apprentice and work your way up, but still you go through the different hoops. Like if you're an electrician, there's certain things you have to do to get to the higher levels. But still, like all jobs, there's that. And then the potential is to make some really decent money. So that's awesome. What else do you have for us today, Brent? I have two other things here. One is we start MCA testing. If you don't know what that is, that's Minnesota Comprehensive Assessments. Uh, We start that next week. We do reading, and then the week after that, math, and then the third week is science. And that's a big time for us because, as you know, all schools in the state have to take the MCA tests, and we get compared 
to our neighbors and, and everyone in the state. So our teachers work really hard. I have no doubt that our, our scores are going to be amazing, uh, like always. So we're excited to, to see those results. Yep, I know I talked with Ken Gagner, uh, and he's the superintendent over at Bram Schools, and he had just mentioned this, how important he feels. You know, he said sometimes people in general are like, ah, oh, why do we do this? And and he said, you know, it's really good to be able to to even the playing field and know where we're at. It's as much to help the students out, but also the educators themselves. If there is something that needs to be tweaked or changed, this is how you find out what needs to happen. So it has a a bigger effect than maybe what you might think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's a good thing. So what was the one of the other thing you wanted to share this morning? Uh, you know, the last thing I was just going to mention is just kind of a shout-out to uh, the city and the county. We're, I mean, this just makes me think how lucky I am to live in a small town. But um, we're opening a new high school, obviously, in, in September, and we have concerns about traffic flow on, on 9th Street North and on Grove and on Highway 65, et cetera. And it's been really cool for me just to see uh, the school district working with their partners, the city and the county, to come up with solutions. Um, we're, we're trying to make sure traffic flows and make sure students are safe is our number one priority, as well as parents and community members. Um, we're going to try to time the release time with the elementary and the high school so it works best. And um, force some of our kids to maybe take Grove instead of Highway 65. And um, it's just really cool to see it all come together and, and feel like I'm in a small town with us all working together. Yeah, it is. It takes it takes a, a village, I guess, is what I've heard. And that's that's the case. So that's awesome. Well, I am so excited to have our interview guest. Would you like to interview her? This, or, I would excuse love me, introduce her. her. Yeah. So sitting next to me is a favorite substitute teacher here. Um, she has... 50 years experience in education, and she is a super fan for Mora Mustang Sports. Here is Miss Barb Seaton. Hail Mora High, the Mustangs have the might. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Barb. And, of course, Barb sings as well, if you didn't catch that already. Uh, Barb, it's a pleasure to have you in this morning. You have been part of the Mora School District for, uh, as Brent so tastefully mentioned, because, you know, we women love to have uh, these chronicles of time brought out to everybody. But, yeah, 50 years is pretty awesome coming up in June. Barb, talk a little bit. You're kind of your odyssey of going back 50 years. Where'd you go to school? What was your interest in teaching? Tell us about that. Well, I grew up in a small town in uh, central Minnesota, Verndale, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And I had three teachers within the school system that were aunts and uncles. My uncle was the principal. Uh, I grew up in an education kind of oriented family. Mm -hmm. So I went on to uh, Moorhead State and uh, was first going to be a phi ed and health teacher. Okay. And uh, due to a misplacement, I got placed in a sixth grade classroom instead of a phi ed classroom. <laughs> and uh, I told my counselor, I said, gee, I think I was, I was misplaced here. And she said, oh, it's fine. You just Go ahead and do this for three months or whatever. And I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it so much. I made a switch, and I don't regret it at all. I've been an elementary teacher in second and third, and I've subbed in every grade 
since I've retired. Isn't that that's just amazing how how something like that would you know when you had one idea and then it ended up being perfect with the other situation. That's pretty cool. Barb, talk about so it's mainly been elementary students. That was what you did for the majority of your of your teaching career. Yeah, all my teaching career was in elementary. Okay, and when I retired. <clears throat> I subbed at uh, Trailview at that time, and when my classes, <clears throat> excuse me, started going up to Mora High School, Brent and a couple others encouraged me to try subbing at the high school. Okay. And I thought, well, I don't know. You know, I was really, uh, I wasn't sure that I would fit in or it would go well, mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. And it is a little bit different to go from those elementary school children and certainly go up to the other level and vice versa. So, yeah, it kind of expands all that, proving that doesn't matter how long you've been around, you still have things you can learn and enjoy being at that next level. So, Barb, you've been in Mora all this time. Um, as far as changes, as and again, I'm showing our age here, aren't I, Barb, because I'm in the same boat you are, but talk about when you were educating our students back in the day and then more present day and then what you see with the new school coming in? Well, let me say I am very excited for the Morris staff, especially the high school staff, to be able to go to this new facility. I had the privilege of walking through it, oh, maybe three weeks ago now on the board advisory committee and some of the board members. And my heart just swelled. I'm so happy for the space and all the improvements I've seen. Um, I'm very happy for them. When I came to Mora, um, I taught on a year-round school for 14 years. Okay. We did not even have an addition then, and I taught in temporaries. They were called temporaries, which were made out of wood um, several times, and then finally... Finally, that did pass away, mm-hmm. but uh, it, the forty-five fifteen, they due to not being able to pass a referendum, we were short classrooms. They divided the class, the grades, uh, into groups geographically. There was a group one, group two, group three, group four, and I actually think the children really did enjoy the year-round school because each season they had three weeks off. Okay. It was a little more difficult for the teachers because we had to move out of our room. It would be like moving out of your house four times a year. It wasn't the easiest thing. Yeah, no doubt. But I've heard of, you know, to be honest with you, I know of, of people I've talked with that remember exactly what you're talking about, Barb, and having that system. And I, to, for the majority of people I've talked to said they did enjoy it. So I think that's very interesting, and a lot of people probably don't realize that that happened. Do you remember what the years were when that actually was going on, Barb? Uh, Ballpark? It is. It had started before I came here, I think maybe in 70 or 71. Okay. And... Um, like 1988. Oh. I did it 14 years, so right. I don't, don't get me doing my math here now. <laughs> so 73 plus 14, isn't that 87? Something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. 14 years. And I guess there were I... a lot of good things about. There were a lot of good things about it because I think the kids retained knowledge better. Mm-hmm. Only having three weeks off instead of the entire summer. 
I I agree with that. Being, um, I grew up and I not going down this whole road, but uh, I had dyslexia, and they found that when I would leave over the summer, I mean, it was just like having to completely start over for me to try to get the ball rolling again, so to speak, uh, with my learning. So I can definitely see the benefit in having a little more consistency there. But at the same time, you know, there are summer school options these days, and don't you think now with the changes with internet and the availability of information, Barb, it's really changed a lot, hasn't it? Yes, it has changed a lot. When I have subbed at the high school, many of the math courses and science courses were things that I took maybe four years later in high school or some even in college. Some of the college chemistry here in Mora and some of the college literature classes, uh, that would be something I would have had later in college. So wow. these kids are really being exposed to a lot of good things. Yes, they're learning that much more at an earlier uh, age, it sounds like, so it's incredible. Well, Barb, I know you love supporting more uh, more athletics, and that's an awesome thing. And I'm going to put you on the spot. Favorite sport? Uh, <laughs> silence. That's the one time I've heard Barb just <laughs> silence. Crickets. <laughs> well, I must have to. I'm an honorary football coach, so I might have to say football. But I do like basketball, and I do like wrestling very well because you can watch those and be more involved than you can in some of the individual sports. Sure, sure. They've almost all gotten cookies off of me, so I think uh, <laughs> I do support all of them. I've heard you're famous for the cookies, so I get that <laughs> reference, absolutely. Well, Barb, and you're still subbing, and we so appreciate that. The need for substitute teachers is incredible these days, and it's so nice when teachers, even after they retire especially, and it can be anybody can pretty much do the teaching thing with a four-year degree and then going through some of those hoops, but it's so nice that you're continuing to share your knowledge, your enthusiasm for our district and for Kanabic County. It's just it's a very neat thing, Barb, and we really appreciate it. Well, you know, kids really appreciate knowing someone cares about them. I have a, a, a saying that I, I do try to live by, by Mother Teresa. I can do no great things, but I can do small things with great love. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to do. It's a great way to live your life, my dear. Absolutely. Yeah, we're lucky to have you, Barb, and I look forward to maybe catching up with you at the Crystal sometime. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, I'll be there at 9 o'clock for breakfast if oh. you want to <laughs> I'll run see, over. Hey, when I get off the air, I'll see if Todd will let me go. I'd love to do that. That is awesome. Okay. Barb Seaton, of course, a longtime teacher and mentor for our students. We so appreciate it. And Brent Nelson, what do you think? Are we caught up for the morning? I think, I think so. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Awesome. We will catch up next week. Thanks to Barb and thanks to Brett. And have a great week. Thank you. Bye, KBEK. All right, it is time. Hey, 